Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um, we're off to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, where our resident vet, Jane Pickett, uh, joins me. Good morning to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. Oh, good afternoon to you. You're very welcome uh, to the programme. I, I was speaking yesterday with Nancy Creedon of Doggy Daycare. She was uh, just talking about the new uh, changes to the Dog Control um, Act. Uh, but I mentioned to her, because the news had just broke, the death of uh, Paul O'Grady, uh, the, the, the shock news and his programme, The Love of Dogs. Were, were you a fan of Paul O'Grady? I was indeed. I suppose it is sad to hear of his passing. He was such an advocate for, I suppose, animal welfare and integrating animals into our lives. And I suppose really showing everyone what joy they can bring into into our lives um, throughout throughout the time. So I suppose it is very, very sad that he's passed and certainly we'll all miss all miss his contributions and the programmes that he did. Yeah, he'll be a great loss to the animal world uh, mm-hmm. for sure. OK, let's get straight into questions. I want to bring this one because this is only just this has happened and in case this is an emergency. Um, hi, I've got a five month old Cavapoo. Unfortunately, she swallowed one of my children's small socks yesterday evening. Now, she's had her food this morning with no ill effects. She's pooed, but there's no sign of the sock. Should I be worried? Mm, a little. Um, I would say no cause for great uh, alarm stations and panic just yet, particularly if your pet seems otherwise quite well. So if they're eating and, as you say, drinking this morning, no ill effects and they seem bright and happy in themselves, 
sometimes when little puppies eat things particularly if they're soft sometimes they will just pass through so I think the really main thing I would do is as long as your pet remains really well in themselves acting like nothing at all has happened keep a really good eye on their poo Okay. Okay. so every time they go out, you may have to do a little bit of poo investigation to see if there's any remnants of the sock in there for the next few days. If the sock is passed and all of it's there, then brilliant. We may have averted disaster for the meantime. But if over the next, let's say, 24, 48 hours, if there is no appearance of the sock and your pet, you're certain that your pet has eaten it, I would be concerned. And even if your pet is really well at that point, I'd still make a trip to the vet just for them to check things out. Um, if in the meantime, as a caveat to that is, if in the meantime, your pet seems in any way unwell, if they are not their usual happy bouncing selves, if they are even slightly going off their food, if there is any hint of a vomit, they need to go straight to the vet. Okay, so it's really a judgment call depending on how they're doing in themselves. If they seem really well, we may be able to take a little bit of time and just keep an eye on the poo. But if there's any hint that anything is wrong at all, otherwise straight to the vet, let them know what's happened. And the one thing I would say is please don't be embarrassed about telling your pet that that your dog has eaten a sock. A lot of the time we'll we'll find that owners are very, very nervous about telling us that, you know, their pet or their cat or dog may have eaten something they shouldn't because we'll think that they're a bad owner. And that's not the case at all. Honestly, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, but you've uh, just got to really be so careful. So careful with pups, they eat anything. They will eat absolutely anything. And I think the really sad thing is sometimes they these these things, whether they be rocks, stones, socks, bits of toys, bits of plastic, they can get lodged within the stomach or within the intestines and then they can cause a really big blockage. So usually the main sign of that would be vomiting because nothing can get past, but not always. And interestingly, particularly with soft objects like socks, sometimes they can sit there and kind of be little chronic foreign bodies for a while before they'll cause a big blockage. But they can be causing a huge amount of irritation if they're staying there kind of in situ and not passing through. So that's why I say that even if everything looks okay in a few days and a sock hasn't appeared, just check with your vet. Okay, but fingers crossed, you may just pass it intact and everything will be uh, okay. Uh, Ema was on to us from uh, Carrig Tool, a Labrador, 11 years old, neutered, gone very tired within the last few months, loves to go out for walks, but recently when we go for a walk, midway he'll simply sit down and it appears he's very tired. He's also sleeping a lot during the day. Now, we did take him to the vet in January. They couldn't see anything wrong with him. Him. And I'm wondering, is it just an age thing? He's just slowing down as he's getting older, as he's 11. So for, I suppose, a large breed dog at 11, yes, we will be heading into the latter years of our life. They can still have a really great quality of life at that age. What I will say is well done for noticing the change. And it definitely sounds like a change for your pet. Certainly at that age, kind of slowing down, maybe not being quite as keen to go out for the long walk as we would have, maybe a little bit less energy very much like ourselves as we pass into our latter years, can be quite a normal part of ageing. So some pets will sleep a lot more as they get a little bit older. Their sleeping patterns will change. Um, So they they appear a little bit more tired. That said, what you're describing of him going out in the walk and being happy to go, but then sitting down halfway, refusing to move, that sounds really quite abnormal. And that wouldn't, for me, be something I would automatically associate with ageing. Because it's kind of like he wants to go on his walk and when he's out, he's happy until he can't go anymore. And sometimes that can be an early indicator of joint pain. So maybe it might just be that he's sore when he's walking and he gets to a point where he feels he can't just carry on. 
Sometimes it might be that he doesn't have the energy. So it could indicate that maybe there might be a little bit of a heart problem where his heart is not pumping effectively to help him with exercise for a longer period of time. Now, that said, with a caveat, it could just be old age. But what I will say is if it's been going on for a good few months now and well done for visiting the vet in January and, you know, checking out if anything was going on, if it's still happening for your pet, I would just pop back to your vet. I think as vets, it's really important that you guys as owners keep us in the loop. Unless you flag something, we have we have no way of knowing what's going on at home. Um, so if you're still concerned about your pet, and, and to be honest, given what you said, I would, would be a little bit concerned that there might be something more going on. I will pop back to your vet and just go through what's happened since you've seen them in January. And then maybe that something may have appeared that wasn't there in January that will give them an additional clue as to what needs to be checked out. So it's definitely worth checking again. OK, Anna is in Clonakilty. She's a seven year old uh, neutered cat who developed what she describes as a weepy eye, took it to the vet. The vet gave drops. The drops worked for a few days. But as soon as Anna stopped using the drops, the weeping started again. Could the cat be allergic to something? OK, so interesting. Allergies and runny eyes is something that we can encounter in our pets. I suppose I classically think of, let's say, us as humans with hay fever. Sometimes we'll have lots of sneezing and sometimes we'll have runny eyes as, as, as a component of our kind of allergic disease. We do sometimes see that in dogs and cats when they are allergic to things, but less frequently. Normally, it would be that they would have skin issues. So um, that would be far more common than runny eyes. But look, it's not impossible. What I will say is, though, if the discharge from your cat's eyes improved whilst they were on the drop, it is most likely it is an infection. Um, because normally if it was an allergy, let's say, you know, adding the drops into the mix wouldn't be settling things down a great deal. Now, that said, depending on what drops were used. There's a few things that could be going on here. The first thing I would say is make sure that you've used the eye drops kind of as per your vet's directions. So however frequently they prescribe them, but also for long enough. I think one of the biggest things I see, unfortunately, in clinic is people stopping the medication uh, kind of a, a few days before they should do because the problem looks like it's gone from the outside. And it may be that your vet may have needed it to be given for a few more days. But also every case is a little bit different. So some some cases will need longer treatments than others. And, you know, as vets, we do our best to predict what will be required. But there's no accounting for for dogs and cats and what they decide to do with their diseases. So everyone's a little different. It could be that there's something more complicated going on. So if they just had discharge from the eye, it may just be a simple infection. But it's really common that dogs and cats will actually have scratches on the surface of the eye as a result of having an infection, either because the the surface of the eye, the cornea is a bit more fragile because it's inflamed, but also because dogs and cats are absolute devils for rubbing their eyes off surfaces when they're itchy. And usually when an eye is infected, it's itchy. So it's really common that they can get a scratch and that complicates the situation somewhat. Still very treatable, but it needs to be both the attention of your vet. So what I would say in the situation is have a think about how long you give it for. First of all, maybe it just needed to be given for longer to fully resolve things. But if it was given as per the prescribed course, go back to your vet and it, it may be that what they prescribed is really, really suitable for the situation, but it might be that a complicating factor has occurred, like a scratch, or it might even be an infection that was maybe a little bit resistant to whatever was used. Okay, they Sometimes, can give you something yeah, else It just, just requires another thing. Okay, Margaret is proving that dogs will eat anything and we were talking earlier about how expensive hearing aids can be. Um, Margaret said, uh, listening to you about hearing aids and listening to you about what the pup did, I lost 60% hearing in both my ears following cancer. I ended up having to get uh, two very expensive hearing aids. They were €2,000. My Jack Russell 
Russell ate both of them. Oh my God, that was, oh, that wow. was expensive. Okay, and then breathe is on to say, should a dog who's 13 years old have their teeth descaled? Would you recommend? Depends on the situation. Um, so interestingly, a lot of old pets, we all, I suppose we always kind of think of the older pets of, you know, being a risk under general anaesthetic. But that really depends on the situation. For a lot of pets, even if they're entering old age, if they're in relatively good health or if their conditions that they do have are well managed and well controlled, a lot of them would be able to have a dental scale and polish um, with kind of, I suppose, minimising the risks associated with the general anaesthetic. Because unlike you or me, where the dentist can tell us to sit still and open our mouth a little wider, we can't do that with dogs and cats. They have After to their be own sedated. Safety, they yeah. have to have a general yeah. anaesthetic. So if your vet has recommended a general anaesthetic, I'm sure they've taken into account their age and any potential situations that may be occurring in the background but really quality of life and comfort in the mouth is really essential and old age is not a reason for not having a dog do a dental if it will improve their comfort and quality of life so if you're concerned have a chat with your vet about it it's definitely something to consider and the risks can be managed in most cases okay we'll leave it there jane listen have a great week and we'll chat to you next thursday you too. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for that. Bye bye. That is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket. And that's part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Oh. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 